queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Oh, you know how much we love our independent wrestlers, our independent promotions, and we're diving into one today that it's our first time working with them. And But it has a familiar feel with it. We'll explain it a little bit and everything. So we head up back east to SWF, and we have the man behind the promotion today with us, Mr. Rob Fury. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's really nice to be here, so I appreciate it. Thank you for that nice introduction. I appreciate that, too. Oh, it's definitely our pleasure and everything. So before we dive into the promotion and everything, we definitely want to – we kind of have a little bit of a tradition here on the show. So to get behind – to get you to know you a little bit. So one thing we always like to ask a a first-time guest and everything is, how did you get into wrestling as a fan? What started it off? That is a great – no one's – I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. Cool. Um, well, let's see. I mean, I'm doing the math on my age to how long I'm in the business to when I. All right, I'm, t- I'm going to tell you right out. What, let, let me ask you a question. When did you start watching wrestling? To be honest, it was 2005. My nephew, he he was like nine and ten. I'm I'm 44, so it's like um, yeah. my my nephew. He was like nine or ten around the time. So he's actually the one that got me into it, and it's one of the things that helped us uh, bond. Awesome. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think. So for me, I'm the same age. Okay. But it, for me, I think it was uh, to go back to the golden era of wrestling. I remember being. I, I, I would say. I mean, I, have, I I can't do the math right now, but it would be like Scott Steiner math trying to figure it out. But I know the first thing I ever saw was uh, was uh, King Kong Bundy like to squash Hulk Hogan's ribs. And I don't even know how I saw it. I was just flipping channels as a kid, and I was just hooked. Okay. And I went like, "What?" And I'm like, "Does any?" I didn't know what it was. There were just these ropes and this thing, and people dressed in everybody had muscles. It was jacked, and then these giant guys, and I was just hooked because I was a small kid, man. I, I was like, you know, I'm 250 pounds now, but back then I was like just a little shrimp kid that people would pick on. So, <laughs> but that's what hooked me. Like I saw that, I was just drawn in, and then obviously went like. Hogan and Andre and those type of things that era of wrestling and the hook me. So yeah, I, I really fell in love with it with Hogan and Andre. I thought it was the now looking back like one of the like, greatest builds of all time. Like, so that's what got me hooked. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Jolie's a little younger than me, but that sounds around her time that she got hooked into wrestling. Yeah. Am I right, <clears throat> Jolie? Yeah, I started watching wrestling about 1986 with my mom. Um, it was the one thing that we could actually bond over because um, she had this thing of not liking the second born and I was the second born. 
So uh. rest, wrestling was the one thing that we bonded over. And um, I don't even remember like what the first match was, but I just know the wrestlers that she loved, the wrestlers that she hated. She really loved, she really hated Ted DiBiase. Uh, she hated him with an ungodly passion. Um, she loved Eddie Guerrero. She loved Dusty Rhodes. Loved Dusty. Loved the American Dream. Um, so yeah, that's when I got into it. Like, I mean, I remember Andre the Giant falling in love with like his just mammoth size, and you know, finding out like how much pain he was in like later in life just broke my heart because you know he just seemed like this gentle giant especially seeing him with like a young Stephanie McMahon on his arms. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh I can't imagine that because it's, I have like, I have the two back surgeries and all this stuff, but I, I'm uncomfortable Ooh. on planes. I'm uncomfortable on planes. I'm six feet tall. Though. I'm not seven for five, five in the past. I can't even imagine what that guy went through. So yeah. Yeah. It, it was sad to see like his later years, you know, like, you know that, that really was sad. Yeah, it's definitely crazy because I remember watching the biography on him and stuff. Okay, totally. so yeah, so um, how did uh, SWF uh, come to be? How long? How long y'all been running for? It'll be fifteen years coming up in March next year. Oh wow! So it's uh, it's about fourteen and a half years old now. It started. Uh, I, I actually, I mean, I always when I if I do these type of interviews, it's just completely transparent. So. For me, I was always a wrestler. I mean, I, I broke into business in 96 in Gleese's mm-hmm. Gym in Brooklyn, New York. And I, I had a pretty good run. And then I, I, I about 2011, I fell in a 20-foot manhole. And I broke my back. And that was it. They said, you have a wrestle again. So it took two years off. I was doing other things. Like, you know, I was in banking. I was a police detective. I did a bunch of different things in my life. But it was still kind of haunting me. Like that mm-hmm. didn't end on my terms. I wanted to come back and just do one year on the independence, and I did that. Right. And then I was like, "Wow, well, these shows suck." Just, you know, you're working on these shows like they really aren't that good. And then one day, like I just, I don't know, I was just sitting back. I was working for a company called ECPW that does a lot of shows everywhere. They're around a lot of time, long time. But a lot of respect for them, Gino Caruso, those guys. It was a great company. But I just kind of sat back with a couple of people and. At the time, I had like four partners, and I went, I think I just want to do this on my own. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, do what? I'm like, just open a company. I don't want to work for anyone anymore. Like, I just wanted to see at that point, which was hard to just figure out, can I even do it? And then that was it. I just we booked the building. We, the company went through a couple of different names. It was Genesis Wrestling and All Star <laughs> Wrestling. I don't know what the hell to call it. Right, and, the, and, the, and then it just the wrestling fans. Like I, I did a show, and it was called Superstars of Wrestling. That was all it was called, Superstars of Wrestling Federation. The, that was the show was named Superstars of Wrestling, and then the fans just named it and just stuck with it. So I went, all right, we're SWF, which we are. So it was kind of cool, but it's it, it's went through its it's controversial. It's went through its changes, but fifteen years is. I look at that, I go, man, it's it's flown. Oh wow, that's phenomenal. Oh man. And of course, like with any company, it's like started, they have like their own startup issues or changes and stuff like that until it gets like its flow, its groove and everything. Um, yeah. so, so, uh, and you'll have to forgive me for not, uh, doing any research on this ahead of time and everything. Have you, uh, anybody like 
with anybody come through the company like uh, that we see on TV or? Oh any, yeah, uh, yeah. We've had. I mean, any, I'm gonna be honest. We've had every legend you can imagine, but current stars, yes. And we've had a legend wise. We've got everyone's multiple dragon, the Vader, God rest his soul, Ted Shamrock, the late Jim Nidar. We do have everything vicious. We don't have every, everyone at one point has been here. But I mm-hmm. mean, the current crop of the talent that you'll see on GCW, guys like Jordan Oliver, uh, Casey Navarro is doing very well. MJF's been here. Brett Lauderdale, okay. who runs GCW, was a referee for us. I mean, there's so many <laughs> different people that Sonny Kiss from AEW. Um, yeah. There's just so many people that have been like, like even Pat Buck with WrestlePro and AEW and WWE, like Sanjay Dutt, different people that are in great positions now come through here and work with me. And it's just been, I look back on that, I go, you know, it's just awesome to have them here. And I wish that, you know, I just it's just a great feeling, you know, you're able to help someone get up to the next level or have them part of your company and you can learn from them and vice versa. So it's really cool. Uh- yes. Awesome. Awesome. Um, is there anybody off on your wish list? If you can get them to roll through for one night? Uh, you know, I don't know. That's a great question because a lot of the guys I would have said are probably no longer on earth, but I think, you know, we've, you know, maybe staying, maybe we would, we would do that or Kurt Angle or something. Something of that magnitude down the road. If I say something, normally we'll probably do it. But it's just, it's just like the it's like the when. The okay, awesome, awesome. Okay, so mega, so mega slam two night event. Um, is this something that you started from the beginning, or like what year are we in well, on mega slam? This is the well, the company will be fifteen years old. The mega slam is this is the eighth one. Okay, and every year sold out. It's been cool because. It's done everything from a few hundred people to fifteen hundred people. So you've seen different crowds, different legends. This year's particularly different because it's it's not just centered on a few of the cool legends coming in, but it's centered on the the talent that's here and, and, and that's the difference of it. So it's been around though for eight years and it's always been really successful and good. Plus it's very it's it's, it's challenge for me to write it, you know, because it's writing two shows. I've never we never did that. With two mega slams, it's one's enough. But two, you know. <laughs> so, is this the first time you're doing two nights? We've done two different shows back to back, but it's the first night we first year we've ever done two mega slams, two different oh, wow. uh, areas of New Jersey, two different shows, but they kind of all are, I guess, intertwined with each other. Okay, so, but it, it's a first for us. It's a first for me. It's a lot of it's a lot of work, <laughs> but it's, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, it's like the craziness going into it, and then it's just like the whole excitement coming out of it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the familiar spot with SWF that we are from that um that that we come into play first time ever match. Um, this boy cannot stay away from STP to save his damn life. Jay Bougie, O'Shea Edwards, we're proud sponsors of it. We yep. we just we just had to jump on it right away. Hey, Kayla, what was it that you saw on Instagram regarding Jay Bougie? What were you saying? What were you asking him about? What were you saying earlier? He can't stay away from the big guys. <laughs> and, Man. Uh, what else did he say on here? Let me get this post. Let's see. <laughs> I said, 
I am one person who ain't afraid to F with him, and I'm going to show why. You will not be taking this SWF Trio State Championship away from me, brother. God figure versus however you say it. Let's say I don't want to butcher it. Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right, so... Okay, so we know he's had beef with STP for like a year now because we were involved with the first part of it. So, but okay, how did he talk you into this? Oh, man. <laughs> he's, uh, how can I put it? What I love about him is he's so intense about uh, his beliefs and, and it's just that I love that kind of intensity and, and excitement he brings with you know, who he is. And that mm-hmm. and I automatically like this people in the business that you meet or I never said anybody works for him. We all work together, but like with him, like immediately when I met him, there was an energy. So he was one right. of the guys that always had my ear. He could call me if I needed something or whatever it was, whether we talk about nothing or just personally, he was always there for me. But with this, I kind of had my mindset of going, okay, this is what we're going to do at Mega Slam. We're going to do, uh, we had this 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 pretty cool best of uh, seven or best of eight series with him and Brando Lee, which has been phenomenal. And mm-hmm. that was my mindset. We're going to do two nights of that. We're going to give people two different matches because every match has been different and good. And we could do a we could do a TLC on night one or a strap match on night two, or we could do an Iron Man match. I'm thinking all these other things, and I get just a random text from from Booge, and he just says. Can we talk tonight, man? You got a, you got a couple of minutes, and that couple of minutes was about three hours. <laughs> and, uh, Not we're, talking, we're talking about everything, you know. And he just he goes, "I got an idea, man. I think it really worked." And I just said, "What is it?" And he hits me with this, and I and I know who the, I know the big guy. You, I've watched this stuff. From, I think he's from, just a very talented, big human being. You know, mm-hmm. I mean. And Bougie's a very, very talented, small human being. And I just went, dude, you know, so sort of pull the fourth, the fourth wall back. I'm like, you know, can we, can we get this to really work? And in my end, it's like, can we tell a story here? Yeah. Because Rambo is looking. For me, it's, if we're going to put this match on, okay, we can do it. But where do we go from it? Because mm-hmm. then it's, you know, if you have these two, you know, you have one guy that really is larger than life, and I've followed mm-hmm. his stuff, and I know I've never met him, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. And right. That's O'Shea, O'Shea, and then you got another guy who's half the size, but in his mind he's like eight feet tall, Jay Booth. So it's like so he just hits with like, dude, it's gonna be the fucking show stealer of the night, and like we could fucking do this. People want to see this, and I'm like, I don't know, give me an hour, let me think about it. Because I'm thinking, okay. and I'm going, I have my mindset on this is what we're going to do for two nights. And I forgot to call him back, but something happened. I don't know. Maybe I fell asleep. Could have been anything. But the next day, it was like mid-afternoon. He's like, you know, I got people that want to sponsor it and see it. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to see it. Because I'm like, you know, we, we, we're we not just like, it's not, for, for me, it's not just booking two random guys and going, okay, we're going to do Bougie versus O'Shea. It's mm-hmm. going, I have to have something with it to tell a story for what's next right to do it one time you know it's that's kind of like that that special attraction like if i did rob fury versus o'shea that would be one time there'd be mm-hmm. no reason to go back to do it again 
right. with that story, because I'm not a full-time performer anymore. I don't want to be a I like to come out when I work, I work, but for those guys it's different, you know. So I wanted to see where the story went from there. And yeah. that he doesn't know that part of it yet. He's gonna know now what he hears this. So my automatic <laughs> thinking was if he presented it to me in a way where if he could sell me on it, because I was like, you know, sixty percent like didn't want to do it. Not right. because the match not because the match would have been fantastic, because I just felt like I don't know if it fits the current stories of where we're going. Okay. But then he just sold me on it. Dude, you got to just, he's like, bro, I've never asked for anything. You got to just give me this. Give me this. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be huge. And I says, okay, man, you know what? Fuck it. I'm thinking back and I'm going, on a personal level, I always separate personal from business. On a personal right. level, he's always been like a, a straight up guy with me and always personally been there for me and just is a good, great guy to be around. Um, on a business level, he's fantastic, and he's a smart guy. Um, his work in the ring is fantastic. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. He's the SWF Tri-State Champion. I actually brought the belt back for him. He doesn't know, doesn't know that now. Time, you know, he didn't know that. But oh. so we, I, I brought that title back because they knew it needed. It was gone for a while, a long time, a couple of years. And then I was like, this guy could represent it, and. He just had a way of just presenting that match going like, and he's always worked hard. He's always like, there's been a couple of situations where he didn't like the creative. And I'm like, I need you to do this for me just to get, get us here. And it worked. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, what, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a talent will do that for me. If they really don't want to do, let's say a specific match. And he had one or two that he didn't want to do. And he's like, you know, and he's been honest, dude, I really need this to get us here. Okay, man, I trust you and it worked and it helped elevate him. But I felt like, you know, he's put enough work in where, all right, man, if you want it, we'll give it to you. But okay. then you start looking at it going, I have a plan. Really, he doesn't know, but I have a really good plan of where it can go. And I do think it won't just be one time because these okay. guys, are, I mean, one of them is tremendously large, larger than life, just mm-hmm. a monster of a man with O'Shea and then Bougie's larger than life in his own way with what he brings. So he can go anywhere, but that's how he got me. He sold me on him. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's a hundred percent Bougie. That is a hundred percent Bougie. Cause it's like, we haven't had the pleasure of like meeting him in person yet. It's like, we've only like talked with him on the podcast and then of course seeing yeah. clips of him and stuff, but it's just like, yeah, he's, he's this personality and, everything about him is just like so larger than life and it's just like it's like we're like major fans and like that's why that's i agree with that i agree with that yeah i agree totally with that because as as a talent i mean i'm on both sides so i've i've traveled and i've done all these things for 20 years as an active wrestler but i'm also running a company almost 15 years so when you look at the because i have 82 people that work here and you look at who the top guys are that mm-hmm. she really wants to. He wants it. He wants to, to, to make it to the next level. He has everything right. that it takes. And then you got like you got a guy like O'Shea who's been ROH and has done different things. And I'm like, these guys are gonna kill each other. And now it's heating up on the internet and I'm noticing that and I'm going, well, here we go. And you guys are the proud sponsors, so thank you for that. And the fans appreciate it. You're and very gonna, welcome. It just, it's it's gonna be man, I'm excited to see it. I mean, I'm glad I'm not in it. <laughs> so what else can uh, fans expect from uh, Megaslam? Well, Megaslam, to me, it's, it's uh, well, now that it's two nights this year, which is definitely uh, 
I didn't have enough stress in my life, so I said, let's do two of the biggest shows of the year. It's uh, two different shows. I mean, so you have legends on the show that you wouldn't normally see, like Savio Vega and Snitsky mm-hmm. and Mr. Kennedy and, oh. uh, you know, you know, you got Rekha Boyle, Gersky's of NWA. But it's if, if, if the fans aren't familiar with the stories that have been told over the last year, they're... I can't see anyone coming to these shows going, this wasn't worth the money because these guys are great. The roster's great. What mm-hmm. they, It's a larger-than-life show. Like, but, And the fans that are familiar with the product will see the culmination of a, of a, a year and, let's say, three months of stories written and then a mm-hmm. new chapter begins. So what they can expect is just everything. I mean, you have it's where generations collide. It's everything. I mean, it's everything you want in a wrestling show. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, Kayla, Jolie, y'all want to jump in here? What do you, y'all have, y'all have, y'all have anything you want to jump in with real, real quick? When he said he's glad that he wasn't in the match, it made me think Uh-oh. that I wouldn't want him want to be the referee either. <laughs> I think every, I agree with you. I think everyone's in it. I mean, for me, it's like I look at it and I go, as a rest, okay, so if I take, I hate the word promoter, event coordinator, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Owner of a company, and I go if I, as a talent. What would I do in this match? Like Jay, I, I, I'm definitely going to wrestle Bougie before I'm, I'm done wrestling. That's something I want to do to help him because there may be things that I can. You never, you could learn from guys that were even in the business three, four years. I'm around mm-hmm. a long time, but I can learn from him. And if I can teach him anything, great. But those two guys, are, when I said I'm glad I'm not in the matches because it's 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 definitely going to be like to get in that match. You have to be in the mindset to get to another level. Right. And it's like I had mentioned before we started recording, I'm doing a death match on the Saturday show. I've never done one. But, you know, it's we're we're doing it. Death by design match on the Saturday show number two. But you have to get into another level to do that. Of your mind yeah. that just you're not even here anymore. You're just okay, well, we're gonna go out and be real violent. So for those two guys, I, I mean I can't even imagine because Kate, you know, O'Shea's gotta keep up with the speed of Bujus, who's just, you know, fantastic and flies all around. And mm-hmm. then you got, you got Bujus has to keep up with just, just the sheer force and power of, uh, of that. So it's like, it really is, uh, it's going to be a hell of a story that these guys go out and tell. And I'm, you know, for me, you know, I'm ex- I'm glad I'm, actually, I'm glad I'm not in there because I get to watch it and I get to then talk with these guys and write the future of where we go with it. Because I can already see, based on the reaction of the people, this is something that people are going to see more than one match. And I believe it. Because I think it's going to be that good. I think it's going to be the match of the year. No, I, I definitely agree that one thing I've learned about Bougie, and I feel that all three of us have this, you know, proud sense when it comes to bougie because when he was getting started he was we has one of his first interviews with us oh really yeah and you know i've always hyped him up like i i've talked shit to rev ron hunt even though i respect the hell out of the man (laughs) um i I don't think i'll talk shit to to kaiju or o'shea i'm sorry i bougie i value my life no uh rev i can deal with he's a steelers fan <laughs> I, I don't mind talking shit to Steelers fans, um, but those That's two guys awesome. scare those two guys scare the shit out of me. But uh, for me, it's like 
one thing I've noticed, even from the beginning, he while while we're right here right now talking about this match, and while you, Mister Fury, have this okay, well, where is it going to go? Yeah, that's the big. I mean, because you got my whole thing with life now is living in the now. So if I'm exactly what you just said, so these guys. One of them is larger than life, but the other, like, Booge is a, just a larger than life dude, even though he's not as big. So I go, where does it go? And that's, like, where I can actually watch it and go, okay, this is what I think. And then I, I just, I'm really excited because that's not even a, an answer I have yet, but I know it's, it's got to be a match where the story can't end here. And that's where it's fun for me, where I get to really dive in and, and, and really talk with both of them. Because I did, I but I also believe that fan, the wrestling fans, when they look at this match, it is David versus Goliath. It is that story where anything can happen, and it's a da- yeah. The referees are in a dangerous spot. Everyone's in a dangerous spot here. But they just but, both better believe me the hell though. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. But the one thing that I've noticed while you're thinking about the storylines, Bougie is thinking beyond that. He yeah. is a generational talent. That's a great who, way to put it. Who has the mindset of Ric Flair and the attitude. <laughs> but he's got the skill of an Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, the little guy yeah. that can take on the Giants. And I think I that's one of the her, one yeah. main reasons that we love him so much because he does right. have that pizzazz, that the, the kind of, ugh, I can't even say that word. The catch, he has a way of making you believe him or yeah. want him to be beaten to death well that was one of the things i i loved about him initially was i'm mm-hmm. I'm, an, I'm what you call an old school wrestler yeah. so my generation is very few but not because there's a few of us left but in the sense of my mindset is if you can everyone knows what we do is entertainment it hurts a lot but if you can suspend disbelief and get people really interested in what you're doing by your facial expressions that you're selling and your different, you know, the timing of it all. Like to me, like that is the ultimate thrill. I still, still actively as a wrestler for me, but also seeing when the guys get it and they get that reaction and going, yeah. And I just have no doubt in my mind. Exactly. I, I agree with everything you just said about him. And uh, it, it is one of those, those matches that you just, it is mega slam worthy. It's, it can have to me. It can headline any WWE event or AEW event. It's got to be that good. Yeah, I've seen him in matches. You know, personally, I've seen him in matches that have blown my mind. And I went, "This is better than anything I've seen on TV in the last five years." You know, mm-hmm. I just honestly really good. just had a good idea. Okay, this is with his mindset, <laughs> his talent, his high flying skills. And everything and his determination. Can you imagine um, matches between against him and uh, Bougie versus Ricochet or Carmelo Hayes? Oh God, oh, Carmelo, Carmelo, give me Carmelo. No, that was that was why we had Ricochet here for a little bit, a couple of shows, but it was like years, three years for Bougie came in. I only wish oh. I would have had them at the same time. Fuck. Oh that my God, especially cool. with Ricochet, that would be that'd be one hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been, you know, never say never. I think oh, that would yeah. be awesome. You know, Honestly, yeah. I I have a feeling that in the next up to five years, we will see Bougie at, at, at a WrestleMania. I don't performing. doubt it. 
I mean, I'll, I'll tell you a behind the scenes story about this guy's heart. This is a guy that when we had no spots available at this point, and when he first came here in 20, the end of 2020, mm-hmm. we just had nothing available. And he would kept coming to show up to the show and set the ring up and, and just wanted an opportunity. And we're at the one night at an arena in New Jersey. And he's there and he's there for set up. And we had a, I had, I had, I was in a, I was, I was in, I was in a tag match. And I remember I'm in the match. And there's a hole behind the scenes pulling the fourth wall back. The ref in the match says to me, you got to stall 10 minutes. One of the girls can't make it on time. She's stuck in traffic. So I stalled 10 minutes. The next matchup was the girls. And I just remember we put some filler promo in there, and I looked at Bougie, and I, he had somebody there with a guy that Ben Root with it was real good. And I said, "Brother, here's your spot. You got six minutes." And he went out there, and he earned. He earned. He's been on every show since. That's the guy's wow. part. And he showed up. He showed up for one year, just to come in and put the time in. And when that spot, I said, "Bro, when we get a spot," and it happened to be in front of a few hundred people at a big arena. And boom, he just went in and killed it. And from that point, I didn't creatively write for him yet, but we just I booked him in different matches to see what he had. And I just immediately loved his work. But then when I got to know the real guy, like he's a pain in the ass and he's super, super intense and really a good dude. So I figured, you know what? This is this is somebody you want on your team. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh man, and we're not throwing. And this is no disrespect. I know we're talking a lot about bougie and everything. This is no disrespect to O'Shea Edwards because he's the other part of the sponsored match and everything. This is no disrespect towards him. We love his story. We love his like his history in the ring and everything. This is no disrespect towards O'Shea Edwards whatsoever. It's just that we know bougie better. That's all. <laughs> yeah. And, and if O'Shea wants that. to rectify that, and if O'Shea wants to rectify that, he is more than welcome to come on the show. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't have a chance to book him ahead of time. My bad. I've I've had a lot of shit going on. That's all good. Listen, all... He's a he's a he's a you know. I haven't met him yet, but I've heard good things about him, and I'm excited to to meet him and see what these guys do on on Friday night, April twenty first. Next, it's actually this Friday. Yeah, coming up, so it's gonna be cool. <laughs> oh man! So if anyone has. Not gotten their tickets to Mega Slam yet. Wait, is it sold out? No, we're not sold out not yet. yet. It, okay, it's, okay. Uh, now shows in New Jersey they never sell out. Mostly it's people just know if they're going to come, they just show up. Or like three days before the show, everybody starts buying tickets, but they just go right to the website and pick them up. I mean, we're okay. in uh, night one. We're in, where where are we? <laughs> night one. We're in Richfield Park, New Jersey, and the second show is an afternoon show, and that's at Homedale, New Jersey. It's got it's got all the legends. All the to me, the legends are great, but the stars of today are the guys here at SWF and the girls here at SWF. So, mm-hmm. but they go right over to SWFWrestling.com and grab tickets and all that stuff. Bring signs, bring whatever they want. Awesome. Oh, and who's your death match against? Jimmy Controversy. If you ever had like a just someone that truly is the bane of your existence, this is what he really is in my life. Like. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't, I really don't. I like being around him. And I admit, I didn't even, like, I didn't know if I was going to do the match, you know, because I just have, like I was saying earlier, like, all these things, like, the last eight days, like, it's had, like, a, I got a, my elbows screwed up, and I have to have that drain, and my, my, my knee, and I've had, I just didn't know. 
And then right. it was like, and then it was teased a little bit on the internet and people started to get interested in it. And then I said, okay, I guess I'm going to do it. That's what it has been. It was announced like five, uh, four days ago. And then I said, okay, we're going to do this death by design match, which is a, it's a death match with a last man standing, you know, so it's a 10 count who can't get up. Yeah. I've never done one of these. I mean, I've been in hardcore matches, but this is going to be uh, ultra violent, ultra hard hitting. And it's it's going to have a story to tell, but I just want to end him permanently. <laughs> the only reason and, that- and You know what? I can, you can have him on your show and you'll see why within 10 minutes. And you're like, I just don't want to talk to you anymore. Because he I'll loves jo- himself. I'll let Jolie at him. Oh, he loves himself. <laughs> oh, Lord. You ever talk to someone and you and you and you, you talk to someone and you and you're talking to them but you know no one's home? It's like you just like yes. I can just have I can talk to this protein shake and get the same conversation and no one's home. <laughs> That's him. Oh we wow. have a blast with him. I know he's hard working like though. He's, just... he's he's a hard he's a great wrestler, I'll give him that. But he is he really is a man like he is the one human being on earth. That just knows how to set me off within two minutes. Right. And that's a shoot. Oh. Like anywhere I am, I'm in a restaurant, you can just say anything. I want to kill him within two seconds. <laughs> so now I now I now I can legally and not go to jail. That would be great. <laughs> well, the only reason that uh we're even familiar with death matches is because of our uh our favorite couple here on the show who's actually right in your area, Mr. and Mrs. Kirk. Oh yeah, yeah, they're great people, man. She hit me in the head with a fucking kendo stick once. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was cool. They're they're good. They're good people though. They really are. Brandon's phenomenal. Uh, she's a great great talent too. Uh, Casey, so I, I love them. I haven't seen them in about two years, but great people. Like everyone's yeah. been that I stubby up at some point. <laughs> it's like you know, well, it's like one school. way or another. So you guys, you guys are in Philly, right? Is that what Boo just tell me? Where where are you guys located? I'm the one that's closest to Philly. I live in Delaware. I actually work in Philadelphia. That's where I was last night. I work for Lincoln Financial Field for the Philadelphia oh, cool. Eagles. So um, I was I was working the Monster Jam, Monster Trucks, and then I got concerts out the Yin Yang coming up, and then and a lot a of work. Year, a year from now, uh, I'll be working WrestleMania. As yeah, that's what I was just, just thinking. I was just thinking that, like, how the hell do you? Well, that's kind of, that's kind of awesome though that you have that that that's like a, that's a cool part of the job. Oh God, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's my favorite part. That, of the that's job. huge. I mean, that that's so fucking awesome. I couldn't think. He was just. I was. He asked me like, Are "You doing the podcast?" I was, "Yeah, I am doing it." Man. He was, "No, you're not." I, said, I really am, bro. Like, what the fuck? I'm doing it. <laughs> he texted me again. He's like, "Come on, you really got to do it. They're good people, man. You got to do it." I'm like, "Bro, I'm doing it." Fuji, <laughs> we love so, you, man. We love you. <laughs> so he just he, just, he texted me yesterday. Doing that podcast, I said yes, bro. I'm doing the podcast, oh, I love him God. though. I, I really just you know, I love him. He's one of the. He's one of the. You're going to war. You're starting a wrestling company. That's the guy you want. Is he Absolutely. when you when a guy believes in himself? And like I said, I didn't want to do this match, and now I'm happy. We really are doing it because people are interested in it, and it's going to be great, man. But to, to answer your question, um, yeah, she's in Delaware. I'm actually in Texas, and then uh, Kayla's in uh, South Carolina. Wow, so you guys are everywhere. Shit, I've, <laughs> I've never been to Texas, but I will go there eventually. What is it like in Texas? Is I, it hot? I'll, like, 
yeah, it's one thing. Um, it is very humid down here. The weather is extremely unpredictable. Um, it's I, I can't really I mean, I can't really say enough about it because it's like it's my home. I, I mean, I love it despite issues, political issues and everything. But it's like it's like the people, the camaraderie, the culture and everything like that. It's just I mean, it's like I can't see myself living anywhere else despite political bullshit. Yeah, well, the whole the whole world is like political. I don't know what what's going. On. Like for me, I don't know. I just it's weird too because I I just I see it all the time, especially. But the one place I never see it like, and it's so cool because when the wrestling fans are out at a show, I never hear about anybody talking about politics or all this this shit. You know, it's like everybody's there to enjoy a show. And I never see any of that in the locker rooms, which is awesome because yeah. I I can't even. I, people start going nuts about that. Like, I can't handle it. Like short circuit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! And so we have South Carolina. I don't know what that's. I've never been. To, I've been to PA. I've never been to either one of those two places though. Me neither. I've never been to South Carolina either. Well, that's yeah, your reason cool. to come then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That sounds cool. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like Kat said about the weather. I mean, it's majority of the time like we do get hot summers here. Um, yeah, around January, February, March, April. Heck, even to this, you know, our weather goes from 60, 30, 40, but back up to 70, back to 80. You know, the weather's very bipolar, but it's, you know, it's very beautiful. I mean, you got the beaches, um, you know, just it's a nice little tourist place if you ever just wanted to get away. And about where I'm at, we're about hour and 45 minutes from Atlanta, which has... You know, Atlanta Falcon Stadium's down there. The Brave Stadium's down there. Um, Coca-Cola Museum, uh, College Football Hall of Fame, Aquarium, oh, cool. and different things. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. The only time I'm up east is uh, whenever we go to uh, visit my husband's side of the family in Boston, because that's where he's originally from. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in New York, so it's everybody's crazy. rob thank you so much for joining us today this was a lot of fun uh we definitely wish you uh the best this weekend all the best of luck with the mega slam with your match and then just um with the future and everything and you are more than welcome to come back on with us anytime oh that's very sweet i had a great time thank you for your your, you guys were awesome thank you for your time and and i'm i'm really uh i'm at flow company great for the sponsorship of the match and I'm looking forward to coming back on and talking more after Vegas. See what see what goes on. Absolutely. Well, best of luck and just have it and best of luck with everything. Thank you so much. You guys be well. Oh my god, that was so much fun. Oh yeah, he's gotta come back on. <laughs> we need to get him and Bougie on together. Oh yeah. Has anybody else noticed that we love him? Hi Bougie. This is nothing. But love, you gossip like a girl. <laughs> no right. Oh, we're gonna have to talk to him about his mouth. I mean, great. It's great for promotions and everything like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna. Yeah, we're gonna talk to you about your mouth, bro. For real. Okay. So let me kind of segue this to a little bit uh, because over the past week, Monday night, we had the unex. Well, it it was expected heel turn from Miss Trish Stratus. And then Friday, if you could tell, Bailey wasn't too keen. Wait, wasn't that Friday? No, it was the Monday as well. 
she really wasn't too keen about being out there with EO when she had her triple threat match. So I think she might be turning on damage control soon. So with that being said, I thought each of us can come on here and talk about our the best and worst turns we've seen in wrestling over the years. Now, this could be either heel to face or face to heel, vice versa. But it's like there's been some good ones and there's been some shitty ones. All right. So your top three worst turns. And Kayla, I'm going to start with you. You want heel to face or face to heel? Whatever you can do, top three mix it, mix it up. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Well, I'm actually going to do two face to heel, and then I am going to do one. I try to two of the best face to heel. Then I'm going to do one of the worst face to heel, and the worst one you might. My favorite face to heel, I said Bailey when she first changed over and she came out and whacked the Bailey buddies. (laughs) <laughs> and stuff like that became the role model. That was probably one of my absolute favorites. Um, the other best one was when Rollins turned on Ambrose and Reigns. Um, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yep. And the worst one from face to heel, in my opinion, you guys will probably agree, is the night that Ambrose and Rollins won the <gasps> tag titles, but he turned on him the same night that Reigns announced he had leukemia. Uh, honestly, if you wanted him to turn heel, could you at least waited the following week, not the same night? That's number one on my worst list. Um, that is so number one on my worst list. Yeah, and then what's another one? Uh, best heel to face, I'll give you another good best one, I thought, was Alina. First time in, what, seven years that she's been a face, and I think that is so cool. My mom, she's actually grown on my mom. My mom was <laughs> Selena Vega. Yeah. Um, and... I think another worst one I had is I actually kind of got, conf- well, actually three of them here, I kind of got confused with them. Anytime Natalia goes from heel to face, it don't make no sense. It's like one <laughs> minute she's heel, she's face. Same way with Lacey Evans. Right. You really can't tell. And then another one that was kind of mixed up was the whole, dude, I know your buddy Matthews now, but when you were in WWE, Murphy, I hate Rollins. Oh, I'm on Rollins' side. Oh, I hate Rollins. Oh, I'm on Rollins' side. It's like, you're either with him or you're not with him. <laughs> you know, so. But like I said, um, Bailey and Rollins turning on Ambrose and Reigns, and then Ambrose turning on Rollins the night Reigns announced leukemia. It's probably the worst ones. Okay. I mean, no, but like. Never saw it coming, but. No, not that night. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's at the top of my worst list because it's like, I don't mind a heel turn and everything, but it's just like the timing sucked ass. And on my worst list, another one was whenever uh, Batista, my boy, I love that boy, but whenever he turned heel, he always came off as a whiny bitch. I agree with you. <laughs> on that. Yeah, and then Another one of the worst turns is when Becky tried to turn heel because it backfired big time. Because they loved her even more. Exactly. But but, but is that but is that honestly her fault? Is that technically her being solidified as a face? I'm not saying that's anybody. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault. It's just like it it was necessarily heel or face that could be trying to 
that's the case, that might be what they call a tweener. She's trying to put the face in, trying to put the heel in. So she's in. Yeah, but it's just like they were, it's like they were trying to turn her heel and it didn't work. (laughs) Well, again, that's technically not a turn because the crowd went with her and turned on Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but since y'all took mine, I have none. Uh, But actually. Oh, shit. (laughs) Here's one when the New Day turned face uh, from heel to face, finally. The one they went from being, that's probably one of my favorite ones. Just because they tried to be heels, but it's like you knew deep down that these guys could not be heels, right? I um, remember when I was I remember when I was like night at night of champions one time, and everyone was like screaming "New Day rocks." My friend, one of my best friends, was like texting me. She's like going, "Hey, they're supposed to be saying New Day sucks," and I was like, "That's not what they're saying now." <laughs> but yeah, there's that one. Um, Zelina is definitely my favorite with her becoming a face um just because like she said she's never been a face and she's actually enjoying this she's enjoying being the first uh female in lo and and um lwo mm-hmm. so it, i'm actually really happy for her um dakota kai's turn when she, when she turned on tegan knox back in the day Mm -hmm. that was definitely one of the good ones um and yeah that's about it okay what now one of like as far as like some of my favorite or some of the ones i think was the best turn the very first time that after he won the rumble and batista turned on triple h and rick flair that kind of like solidified that kind of like shot him up into like him being the single star uh the solo act that he became and everything he was because up until then he was like more of a sidekick muscle man a hired gun stuff like that and the royal rumble and then him turning it just kind of like shot him up into the stratosphere 100 percent. that was definitely probably one that is definitely like top five Mm-hmm. But the shield is definitely the turning on the shield. You know who's the has the best heel though, and he's never really, and he his whenever they try to make him face it doesn't work. The Miz, yes, <laughs> they try oh. so hard to make that man face. Man, um, um one that didn't work changing it from face to heel. Forgot to mention this. I'm just looking at my list here. Um, it really didn't make sense how it was brought up in a way it could have. But honestly, in my opinion, I think when they changed Lucasaurus against Jungle Boy, just oh! kind of the way they did it. Yeah. Like really, now they're bringing them back with Christian again. Now Harvey wants him to turn on Christian. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to go. But okay. I have no idea. It's like he's Louise. And then you you also got to admit, whenever HBK, HBK turned on someone, it always came out of nowhere. Because it's like with Marty Jannetty, with Hulk Hogan, even with Cena and Triple H and everything, it was just like, bam, one super kick out of nowhere and just like, flip the script. Man. But one of my favorite turns, and it's actually worked out in her favor 
ever since EO. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, ever since she took on the dark side and the heel side and everything since her time in NXT, yeah, I mean, yeah, she she was like a little bit of face whenever she was a uh, Whenever she was a champion then and everything, but it's just like, yeah, when she did that turn in NXT to the dark side, ah, oh, it's like, it's been phenomenal for her. <sighs> all right. What, what else didn't we cover? Did we get them all? Can, can we add the Usos to that? Which time? This more recent one. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, some would say he they got provoked, but oh, and I will actually say the the Sami Zayn heel to face turn was actually very good. From yes, him with the bloodline to now with him and KO, definitely. They definitely finally they did a good job with storytelling. Yeah, I think even though I think Riddle's going to end up causing some problems. Well, I mean, Riddle has every right to be. Uh, everybody's uh, that was the stupidest thing I've seen on on Twitter. Was like, I don't understand why Riddle is a part of this. Uh, did y'all not remember when Solo took his ass out? Exactly, but then also it seems like Sammy's like, uh, I don't know. It seems like yeah, it's like he's Kato's partner and everything, but it's also like. I, I don't know. It's just like Sammy's willing to help Riddle out more than KO is, and just like, like whenever they were trying to get the table off him the other day, Sammy was like rushing over there. KO was just like, la da 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 da. Well, he's also had issues with Riddle in the past, so yeah, maybe he doesn't trust Riddle, but Riddle will prove that he's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. So I just have to see what all this comes into, how all this comes into play. Ay ay ay. Okay, I gotta go through this damn but Okay, while well, I pull up all this on my phone. Kayla, what do you got? Tweets wise. I actually have something I want to discuss before we oh, go on shit. the tweets. Oh, oh go ha- right ahead. Since you ladies are my resident AEW people. Mm-hmm. And it was just announced that they signed for four years. And after their four years, they're retiring. Do you think FTR fucked themselves? By staying with the... By signing AW four years? Yes. Hmm. I mean, maybe in a way, but I mean, I can kind of understand like what Dax was saying about like the schedule wise. Um, With AEW, he could have more time to spend with his with uh, his family and everything but but to, ca- look- to counterpoint what he said though they gave AJ Styles and Roman Reigns similar deals where they don't have to wrestle all the time and look at the good the good brothers if they mm-hmm. don't have a storyline they don't have to show up and That's they're still true. getting paid mhm so i don't know i mean it's like Maybe in a way. And then it's just like, also, I think Dax had some issues with like Vince coming into play a little bit too and everything. So maybe, I mean, maybe they may did, they may have screwed themselves a little bit. Kayla? Time will tell. 
Maybe yes and no. Um, but I did kind of hear that FTR kind of want to work. I don't know how true it is, but kind of want to work with a certain tag team and lose the titles to a certain tag team on AEW. Hmm. But a four-year deal just to do that? No. I mean, it's work with a certain tag team so they can become champions. Hmm. Interesting. How do we feel about the rumors that seem to be not rumors and seem to be true that a certain Pepsi tattooed jackass um, is coming back to AEW and is going to have his own show? He just needs to stay away. He's a fucking cancer. I cannot even believe that. And the only reason he's getting that is because he don't want him interacting with the Young Bucks. But he wants him back. Tony Khan doesn't care. He just wants to be, he just wants to bring Make everybody money. in. Yeah, exactly. He's all, it's all about the money and the exposure with him. It's like, he doesn't care about the, he doesn't care about all the chaos backstage and everything. It's like, they're like saying online, like, um, meetings are supposed to happen. Why haven't they happened already? That, that scrum happened months ago. It's like, why are we just now getting the meetings? Well, I think because the police got involved. That could be a reason why they probably couldn't talk and they had to wait. Yeah. But but for me, it's like, and I'm looking at this as an outsider that, you know, wants to look at AEW and tell you to go fuck yourself. Because, again, I think Tony Khan is the biggest fucking dumbass idiot for doing the shit that he does. And, I mean, I would Mm -hmm. say the same shit about Vince if he was pulling this shit. Right. But... The thing is, Tony, like you said, only she's the bottom line. And while a lot of people will say good things about punk, you do have people in the business that are respected that are saying, yeah, no, get him out of here. He's not worth it. Right. So I I don't know what Tony Khan is thinking. Well, maybe I do. Um, he's just thinking with dollar signs because Punk apparently brings in money. So, yeah. And so that's all of, I wanted to talk about. Well, okay. speaking of AEW, without carrying them storylines in, um, for those who don't remember, what was it yesterday? Mom, mom, and I went to the little the little Comic Con in Greenville, and I reconnected with Hangman Adam Page. And met him again. Um, he's wearing the eye patch on his eye where Brian Danielson put the <laughs> screwdriver in it. Um, ah, playing up the story. I like it. And uh, it was nice to reconnect with him. Mom met him for the first time. And my plan was originally to meet Jamie Hayter, the AEW oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, she did cancel at the last minute. Okay. Uh, due to a family emergency, which. I understand it happens. Family comes first, you know. Then mom and I, after a hangman, Adam Page, we stood in the line. And we got to meet one half of Team Extreme, Mr. Jeff Hardy. I so, hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> but he was very, he was very. And Matt was always one of my favorite tag teams. And he just. He just smiled, you know, mm-hmm. and I got his autograph or whatever and, you know, took a picture. He was really, 
very sweet the meat um just a couple of carolina long next door yeah a couple of carolina kids just hanging out um <laughs> then you had teddy long next next to him which we um we didn't meet again we met him last year in june okay um same time we met cross well i met cross and scarlet and right. then you had rick steiner next to teddy long no not rick steiner um oh crap scott steiner sorry okay Scott breaker's uncle yeah yeah, um, I was going to say, uh, Rick's kind of in deep shit trouble right now, so. Yeah, I don't know if no, anybody wanted Scott, that. Sorry, <laughs> it was Scott. It was Scott. That was, but, uh, and then a couple over, you had some of your UFC former fighters over there or whatever, but it was nice. Um, like I said, it was, it was really cool, and it's exciting to meet your favorites and to let them know that. It's still um, with your reason that you're a wrestling fan. So <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I swear I was going to ask you about that and everything. It's just like, yeah, it's like, even well, <laughs> well, we were talking about AEW, so I just threw it in there. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. What you got tweet wise? <sighs> this was tweeted out by new, no, new, oh my goodness. No DQ.com, but it's about a, somebody that said something about it. Uh oh. Corey Graves says the WWE women tag team division has never really caught fire, especially when it was held by Sasha Banks and Bailey. I wanna You know he's really you know that includes his wife. I know, right? <laughs> she defended the titles at WrestleMania. I mean it's like the biggest downfall so far with the tag division, with the women's tag division, has been like the booking and the making of the teams. Yeah, Especially, it's no exactly because, and it's like these days, like ever since like Triple H came back with creative and started bringing back, they have a lot of roster on there to make like some legitimate tag teams and build them up and everything, but they haven't really taken advantage yet. And they want to give a spotlight to a couple of, uh, MMA uh, fighters at uh, WrestleMania who really didn't deserve to win that match. Mainly Ronda, not Shayna. I'm just saying. Because I, like, I still have an issue with how that all played out at WrestleMania. But yeah, it's like the whole thing has been about, the main, main thing with the tag division has been like about the booking and actually formation of teams. But yeah, Corey really needs to watch what he's saying because that included his wife. <laughs> According to Corey Gray's wife, this was posted Monday from an Adam Goldberg 28. Okay. And I totally disagree with this tweet. And I'll tell you after uh, I say it, I will tell you who I believe was the best cash in. Five okay. years to go today, the greatest female money in the bank cash in of all time. What a goat, Carmella. Oh my god, that's that was just d- 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 no, no, that was just the typical cash in and everything. Best cash in. I'm actually going to do them in the order. Okay, they basically happened because she became the first ever female in history and the third ever person to do it. I'm going to say Alexa Bliss was probably one of the best, mm-hmm. followed up by Bailey, and then following up with Liv Morgan. 
Okay, I agree with that. But yeah, it's like Carmelo just held hers the longest. That's probably why he's saying it was the best. No, but yeah, no. It's- most shocking one. Well, I'll say the most shocking one is when Nikki Ash cashed in on Charlotte. Yeah, who who got? <laughs> it's like Nikki Ash getting the better hand of Charlotte. Wow. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, okay. Unbelievable. <sighs> what else? Oh, that's all. That's all I have. Oh, that's all. Okay. All right. I saw this. I don't know how true it is, but it's like some rumored plans. Uh, who sent this out? Noto sent this out. Some rumored plans for the 2023 d- uh, draft. So, and again, I don't know how true this is or whatnot. So, apparently, Damage Control will move to different brands. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, and uh, NXT. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to split them all up or something like that. Um, Damage Control is moving different different brands. Mid-card titles are expected to switch brands. Uh, commentators are also part of the draft and expected to shuffle. Maybe Wade Barrett going to Raw probably and everything because I don't, I don't see Cole moving from uh, SmackDown at all. And then this last one... Um, it says Roman Reigns will reportedly be drafted to Raw and will get a new undisputed world title, whereas SmackDown will get a new sole WWE title like they did in 2016. I don't know about all that. Probably the only one out of that. Actually, there's two of them that I could, well, three. Commentators mm-hmm. could be shuffled. I could maybe see that one. Um... Damage control probably could get split up. Um, and I know I read something a while back that they did kind of want to switch up your mid card. Like Monday Night Raw's had United States for a while, and SmackDown's had Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. So kind of just shuffle that up a little bit. Jolie. I'm fine with them switching. Intercontinental title to Raw, U.S. title to SmackDown, uh, gives us a whole new people to challenge. Mm-hmm. Kill Austin Theory if he still has the title. And, you know, <laughs> Carrion, if he does and you're still on SmackDown, um, you know, can, can you please, for the love of all that is unholy, take him out? I'll send you cookies. <laughs> um, but that would also be able to set up Gunther versus Brock so yeah I'm 100% down with that but what if Brock goes to Smackdown they're not going to send Brock to Smackdown I believe it's actually in his contract that he never goes to Smackdown hmm interesting but uh, damage control going, who, who the hell are they going to send back to NXT Dakota. I don't know. It was just a general statement. Whoever said is a fucking moron. <laughs> Someone says that they need to send Dominic to NXT. They consider. They did consider it at one time. Well, before he considered. <laughs> I'd actually be okay <sighs> with his ass going to NXT. He doesn't deserve to be on the main roster. Because like you think about it logically. 
Yeah, just about everybody on the main roster went through NXT to get where they're at now, except for his ass. Pretty much. All right. So let's see here. WrestlingInc.com tweeted out this quote from Freddie Prince Jr., who says, MJF is wrestling's gold standard. Roman Reigns, not even close. Freddie, you're just mad that they got fired. <laughs> okay, so in Roman Reigns has compared nothing to MJF. Um, can you explain to me how come Roman don't whine and cry about every little thing? MJF could be out there and Darby Allen could look at him wrong or Sammy Guevara comes out and look at him wrong or Jungle Boy flips him off or, you know, somebody well, stare at him wrong, but he cries like a little bitch. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't blame him for not wanting to be around Sammy Guevara, though. I'm just making a point, but it's just yeah. like every little, it's like every little thing he whines about and he cries or, but he don't want to defend the title just to get a title defense. He's got to put people in a series of matches. You know, that's kind of ridiculous. Roman Reigns. All right. You want to beat me? Let's go at it. On my terms. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, like what, especially like with Sammy, he's like, when you want the title, I want you in your hometown. I mean, it's like, yeah, you put, yeah, it's, let's go at it and everything. I mean, but it's like, yeah, it's like man, JF, he, is like his whole attitude and everything, and then just puts. He seems like he puts everyone through the extra ringer. Shayna Baszler on Twitter. I really miss being extra annoying to Mia Yim on her birthday. So I guess the satisfaction will have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Mia! Yes, happy birthday. <laughs> All right. So I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this guy now at Carrion Cross One. It's it's just someone's tie. It, it, it's just that's just a tag. That's just a Twitter handle. At Karen Cross once said, "This has to be said. Carmelo Hayes is overrated." Karen Cross underscore one. This has to be said. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's like I saw that and I was like, "Going overrated? What? <sighs> like what a douche." Uh. Kayla? Like she said, he's a butt. Yeah. A Karen Cross one. Yeah. Yeah, you needed to rethink that one. I mean, some people, I was reading on some of the comments and everything. A lot of people agreed with them for some reason. I don't fucking know where. I don't know why, but they're stupid. People, that's like earlier. What does guy say? Let me pull this post up. Hang on one second. I, ret- I replied to it. Just the likes that I got on it. Where is it at? Hmm. Um, this person says, I've liked Karrion Cross ever since I first saw him in NXT. Although things aren't right at the moment, the hate he gets is ridiculous. Do you, do? you Did the man do something to upset you? And some of the comments were ridiculous. And I just went in there and said, I'm a huge fan of Cross and Scarlet. I have been since way back in his Lucha and Impact days. He is a great storyteller and most of all a great talent. If the right push and feud comes along, the crowd will love him. Younger fan base don't understand this type of wrestler. For those Mm -hmm. that never saw Randy Orton back in the day would never understand either. 
with hair or no hair, he's still a dominant force. I'm hoping this feud with Shinsuke will spark something. Both great wrestlers that know mixed martial arts. Because a mm-hmm. lot of people said he needs to, he needs to go bald again. What does that have to do with anything? Not a damn thing. <sighs> oh my god. Yeah, so like I I mean not on, not on wrestling and everything, but it's just like I saw like a bunch of people like tweeting uh yesterday and I was like almost wanted to go off because uh the the NBA playoffs started yesterday and uh Celtics had their game one match but the they their warm up shirts were like in blue and yellow for one Boston day because it was um ten years of the of the marathon anniversary of the marathon bombing and the yellow and blue are the colors. People like were going on Twitter, like going, "What? Oh, Celtics got their uh, shirts in Golden State Warriors colors." Like it's like that. That's how much the finals meant to them. I was like, "Going, oh my god, do some fucking research before you start tweeting off bullshit like that." It's like, oh my god, people idiots. Yeah, and just some of the stuff you see on Twitter just makes. And I'll put this out there. Some of the stuff that the wrestling community says makes me feel embarrassed to be out there with them sometimes. But I do want to end the show on this fun note because tweets, pictures were getting tweeted yesterday. One thing I love about the summers is Celebrity Family Feud, and it looks like we're going to get a WWE version, which I cannot wait. It's the WWE men versus the WWE women. I don't know if y'all saw the pictures. Yeah, I saw Bailey on it. Yeah, I saw Bailey. Okay, so I applied for the Wheel of Fortune one, but I got to turn down. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this y'all... one don't make no sense. Rumor plans for is this tomorrow? Apparently so. Rumor plans for four seventeen twenty three edition of Raw involving the bloodline and judgment day. I saw um I saw I think Zero News I tweeted out like an early uh rundown sheet and it's like the main event apparently is supposed to be Riddle, KO, and Sammy versus Finn, Dom, and Priest. I don't know why. How is that the, how is that the bloodline? That's not the bloodline. I, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how it's all getting into, into. I mean, you saw, you said Judgment Day, so it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it says something about bloodline involving the bloodline and Judgment Day. And last time I checked, those three were not part of the bloodline. Idiot. I, I, I have no idea. Oh, he got blocked. I got tired of his bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like, oh, no, but it's like, I have a picture here of the, getting back to the family feud. Um, I have a picture of it here. For the women, it's Bailey, Liv Morgan, um, Alexa, Natty, and Becky. And then for the men, it's Dolph, all three members of New Day, and Seth. I would love to be part with Alexa, Bailey, <laughs> actually all the females, really. Man, it's, man, it's just like, yeah, it's like that episode with like all of them and Becky and Seth going against each other. Oh, so they're on, so it's the girls versus the guys. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. When is this, when's this, Aaron? It's going to be in the summer. I don't know what date yet and everything, but it's like, that's usually when Celebrity Family Feud airs is in the summer. Sweet. Yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta like keep an eye out for that. That's usually one of my favorite things during the summer. Let me know when that happens because I like. I will, I will, I will. I cannot wait. That's gonna be um, fantastic. Also, I was talking about wrestling. This is, I thought this was cool. 
that someone put on here. Look at John Morrison's new stable for his boxing match. To I the ring, that. he was accompanied by L.A. Knight, Karrion Cross, Scarlet, Tyler Valkyrie, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Mojo Raleigh, Josh Barnett, and others. <laughs> oh, so cool. Yeah, I saw that. That was badass. And he got the win, so knocked the guy's ass out. Good for him. Man. Oh, my God. What a long-ass episode. Whew. Man, but, oh, my God, this one's a lot of fun. All right. Jolie, any final thoughts? Nope. Uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with draft coming up. Yeah. Apparently that's going to be like uh, like right after um, it's right the after Monday, Backlash. It's, it's, yeah, it's the Monday after Backlash. Yeah, it's going to be like after Backlash and everything. Oh, man. Hopefully next week um, yeah, it's like hopefully next week uh, Selena and Rhea gets made official for Backlash. I've I know it's not going to happen, but I want Selena to win. Oh, that would that would be fantastic! But yeah, it's too it's too soon, man. Uh Kayla. Mm. Nah, other than I got to get the Monday Night Raw preview done. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>